Today, memos reveal the Biden administration was involved with the criminal probe that led to the Mar-a-Lago raid. California has a new law to combat public meeting disruptors. Hmm, I wonder what made them change that rule. And the new Spider-Man is a woman because we live in the upside down world. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We're here to provide you factual and insightful commentary in this clown world we are living in. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, joined by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and, of course, founder and owner of Ripaverse Comics. We are very proud of the work that you have done. Great job. Uh, and we're just happy that you still show up to the studio. Uh, also joined by Blaze TV contributor Jakub Uyens, host of The Bottom Line I would just like to point out for equality's sake, we are also very proud of the work that you do, which is very, very different than what Eric is doing, but also very important. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't have felt slighted if you didn't say thank you. <laughs> um, I would just throw my African-American card. Yeah. The only African-American <laughs> on the table. It's true, and Eric it would agree with you. Yes, yeah. it's very true. We do have African-Americans on the show. That's true. It's young. But it's no. good to be back with my brother. <laughs> yeah. I love this man. I really do. Um, so I want to get into, there is some interesting revelations about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the Biden White House worked directly with the Justice Department and National Archives to instigate this criminal probe into alleged mishandling of these documents that would allow the FBI to uh, review evidence retrieved from Mar-a-Lago and eliminating the, of course, Donald Trump's right to claim uh, executive privilege. This is according to uh, documents reviewed by Just the News. That's John Solomon over at Just the News, who, by the way, if you guys are not going to that website and following his work, you really need to. He is doing extremely, extremely good work over there, providing very insightful, um, but just if you want the truth with no bias, that is where you need to be going uh, online as, as well as another handful of sites. But uh, just credit over there to John Solomon. Um, I want to play for you uh, John Solomon detailing his findings to Congressman Jim Jordan on the Matter Watch. This is a letter that the National Archives sent to President Trump's lawyers on uh, May 10th. And what it shows, Congressman, is that uh, back in April, the White House approved sending the 15 boxes that Donald Trump had at his home to the FBI, initiating the criminal investigation. And then a few weeks later saying, uh, you, the archives, you can waive President Trump's privilege. We, the President Biden, will not protect his privilege. Go ahead and do it if you want. And that allowed wow. uh, the, a grand jury to drop a subpoena in the President Trump's team not to be able to contest the subpoena using executive privilege. Now, uh, you know, anyone who is not living in Trump derangement syndrome world pretty much knew from the onset of this that this had to have been signed off uh, by the Biden administration, mm -hmm. or at least that they had to be complicit with it in one way or the other, because this is obviously, you know, unprecedented. But it's also something that, you know, if you look at how many other presidents have done the exact same thing, they take they can declassify whatever they want. They can take whatever documents they want. Uh, you know, the, the National Archives having them. It was never a problem before. Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem with Trump. There's no way that all of this happens within the FBI and the DOJ and the Biden administration is not told about it or is not mm -hmm. complicit in it, in it. And here, of course, we have it that uh, this was, uh, I mean, look, 
90 days from uh, midterm elections. Donald Trump has not announced candidacy yet. We're probably supposed to believe, though, that all of those are just completely coincidental uh, things not to be, uh, you know, related to one another and this weaponizing of a government agency against a political opponent. Well, that was obvious. I mean, like you said, anybody that kind of just didn't fall off the turnip truck for an old southern <laughs> slang uh, there knew that they had at least something to do with it. If not for uh, just directly in this raid or whatever it is you want to call it, you don't do something like this to a former president without them being going to know because everybody knows how at mm -hmm. minimal it looks. Mm -hmm. So it's like we got to make sure our ducks are in a row because this is something that is unprecedented. We know what the public is going to say. We know what their opposing party is going to say, and they're not going to like this. So they were for sure in the know. So they're complicit in one way or another, not just because it's the FBI, uh, it's his FBI, uh, per se, because he's the one in control of kind of that, that executive or whatever it is you want to call it. But in the simple fact that you're probing whatever you want to call it, a, a president, a former, I think that's the significant part. It's a former and not like he had been he'd stopped being a president like for, you know, let's say 20 years or something mm -hmm. like he was just in office. <laughs> and you then did what you did. So you're complicit one way. You knew that it was happening. You certainly didn't stop it if you thought that there was something nefarious going on. So at one way, shape or form, it's, it's, it's some politicization of the FBI, which had always been the case anyway, even prior to Biden getting in there. We long had known that, but what this was was showing how dirty and rotten these cats are and that they have absolutely no problem in using these powerful government agencies to then punish who they deem as their political opponents. What's who Trump is, what Trump stands for, the type of people that support them. This is all kind of uh, somewhat a, an attack on all of that and what those individuals certainly believe in. So this is why it's worth paying attention to no matter what side of the political aisle that you're on and hopefully just uh, I love the red pills that kind of get dropped when stuff like this happens because you get people that have formerly been, uh, you know, more, hey, we should support these sorts of agencies or forms of authority. They say, wait a minute, mm -hmm. maybe we shouldn't because, well, then there's a transfer of power and then they're using it against us. It's probably far more preferable that that power doesn't exist in the first place. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. here to protect and serve, but uh, not <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> not you. Yeah, and, and I think to your point, I think those on the left, you should start thinking that way really quick. November's coming fast. And then 24 is you blink and the pendulum swings. Yep. And you guys are setting precedent here that when the hand is, when the sword's in the other hand, it's gonna be ugly. But this, this is the, the part that bothers me most is I want America to understand it's risk and reward. Mm -hmm. Everything in life, it's risk and reward. You're measuring. And they sat down, they being Barack Obama, Susan Rice, you know, the Bidens and all the, 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 you know, the string pullers, they sat down and looked at risk and reward. Yeah. High risk to enter the home of a president after he's already complying, 15 boxes. Someone needs to clear the path. So now we know the path was cleared by the current president. Mm -hmm. Said, no more executive privilege. Yes. We're removing that from him. He's free game. He's fair game. Go at it. He instructs them, fair game, because they measured the risk and the reward, and they yeah. go, our reward is higher than the risk. 100%. Mm -hmm. That was of, a roundtable discussion. Like, 100%. You, you, you know that, that was a good discussion. This wasn't this by happenstance. Yes. This is super coordinated. Yes. They calculated the risk and reward, and they think so little of our Constitution, mm -hmm. our laws, and you as the American people that they go, 
No, our agenda still is, nope. is at the top. We, the risk is worth it. We're going to enter the home of a president. Now, I wonder, when we take the White House back, what they say when we retroactively says, knock, 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 mm. Obama home. Mm-hmm. We want to see what you have. You see what the danger here. Society starts to cannibalize itself when you, when you play outside the rules of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you do bring up a great point because I, I would love to look. I'm 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 done trying to play nice. I'm done. Uh, I've been done for a long time. If you've watched this program uh, with the whole idea that like, well, we have to maintain the moral high ground, and we can't do what they do to us. Mm-hmm. We can't do that to them. Uh, yeah, no, the time for that was like. 2014. Uh, some might argue before that, and we're kind of we've moved on from that. We're done with that particular viewpoint. Uh, you do need to fight fire with fire. It would be interesting to see if I don't think there's anyone who would have the guts to do that other than Donald Trump. And even then, I don't know that he would, he would do it. Will have the support? Correct. Because it takes support, and that's the point I want to make. Correct. It's not just one guy acting on his own, the FBI director. Well, yeah. right, but, I mean, when you look at this situation, I mean, you heard his, yeah. you know, in his cam- campaign before 2016, he was saying he was going to lock up Hillary Clinton. That yeah. never happened. They never yeah. looked into her, right? So I, I would be, I, but I will say, mm-hmm. I don't know of anyone else who would, I mean, maybe Ron DeSantis, but I don't know of anyone who would, would have the guts, go for it. who would go for that, mm-hmm. uh, other than those two individuals. But I do want to throw into this equation, you know, when we're talking about how uh, how disgusting this smells. And from the onset, obviously, President Trump said this is this was wrong. This was, you know, they're they they are weaponizing uh, their institution um, and it, it's illegal, uh, whatever you want to call it. Everyone on the left said, oh, well, we'll wait now that the DOJ has agreed to release the uh, the warrant. And the judge says, unless Trump says we won't release it. Which, of course, Trump will not want the judge to release it because he's lying, right? And Trump said, no, release it. In fact, I want you to release the affidavit as well. And now, all of a sudden, they're like, well, we can't unseal that. It would be a threat to national security. Oh, well, that's convenient. Well, who do you trust? The people who are saying we cannot be transparent, you cannot know anything that's going on about this, but trust us, we're doing the right thing. Or the person who is continuing to ask for the documentation and, by the way, filing motions seeking an independent review of these documents that were seized during the FBI raid, which is what Trump just did yesterday evening. Uh, they are uh, they're looking for um, a special master to review the records that were obtained during the search. It blo- it's seeking to block the further review of seized materials by the government until a special master is appointed, and it requires the Justice Department to provide a more detailed receipt for property, requires the government to return any item seized that was not within the scope of the search warrant, which we know for a fact that they did because we they already admitted to taking the pass Passports, which were not listed in the warrant, they still took them. So we know that they did that. We know that they overstepped their bounds. And um, they say that uh, they demand that the DOJ be instructed to immediately stop the review of documents illegally seized from the home because they were previously declassified. And it's like, if you look back in history in hindsight, right, they always said he was a liar. Mm-hmm. He, he was a conspiracy theorist. No, they weren't spying on you. No one was spying on you, Trump. You're crazy. He's a, he's a sociopath. He's crazy. That never happened. Oh, Whoops, turned out that it did. Uh, They wanted to say that he was working hand-in-hand with Putin. Oh, two years later and a bunch of taxpayer money later, uh, it turns out that they were completely wrong and he wasn't doing that. So it's like, whose track record do you believe here? 
that uh, this is just a political game and a political narrative being spun because they are threatened by the mere presence of Donald Trump continuing to uh, to be the the forefront of the Republican Party. I mean, it's like, why would he be going all in on this if he had actually done something wrong and he couldn't prove that this was all a political farce? Well, it's got to be regardless of how even everybody else kind of feels about it, because when you look at the leftists are going to respond to this as they have, and that's expected, because when it's their guys, they can't do any wrong. Yeah. And when you understand that's how they operate, you can you can kind of coordinate mm-hmm. a plan of, of attack. But you have to understand that all of what they say is is or more so, excuse me, all of what they do is justified to them. It doesn't mm-hmm. even matter if it's illegitimate. It doesn't matter uh, if it's just stepping over on this line, that line, intruding on people's private property rights. Nobody cares about that. They look at it like, well, at least them, they look at it like, well, we did it. And why on earth would we not have done it unless there was something for us to do it for? Like, because we're the good guys. We because only we act, say so. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it ultimately comes down to that's what we said. And it's, it's very difficult, to Sarah's point, when you talk about combating them. I've used this analogy many times on this show. I've used this analogy on my uh, uh, former show with, uh, with For Cannon's Sake about how a lot of this is entering into a boxing ring with a, a, another individual who has bought off the referees, they've bought off the judges, and they've loaded their gloves, and they know exactly, yet they've told you basically, we're going to do this. And you go into the fight like, well, I'm going to try to fight honest. Well, you're going to lose that fight every single time. And that's you want to talk about what they weaponize. The left does a really good job of weaponizing. It's your set of ethics on yourself because they themselves will never uh, use use those. It's the same reason why these people who are hardcore leftists like atheists will try to appeal to someone's Christianity um, to when when they do something that That they don't sound very Christian. like. Exactly. No one knowing. Ten minutes ago, they were crapping on Jesus. Yep. That's how they operate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly so, Eric, to your point, in a fight game, and I always look at this, and this is a fight. Yep. In a fight game, a great fighter changes levels. It's called changing levels in the fight. That's literally changing your level. You're up, down. You're changing the playing field. It's time for us to change the playing field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to stop fight, fight, stop fighting them on their level. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let them dictate the terms. No. Mm-hmm. You flip it on them. That's what happened with Katanji Brown for a minute when they put her on the stand and say, you tell us what's a woman. Oh, crap. Now I'm in <laughs> the public. And I, <laughs> so, hot plate. There's no press to cover you. It's like, here you go. That's changing the playing field. We need to start changing the playing field. And our politicians better start doing it. Uh, in the public, in social conversation. Well, I would say, uh, I know we got to go to break, but I would say we, we need to start electing politicians who will actually do it. Because I got to tell you, Kevin yep. McCarthy and Mitch McConnell are not here to save you <laughs> or the country. Uh, speaking of which, Birch Gold, want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. Uh, speaking of the demise of our country, inflation is obviously a real problem. I don't have to tell you guys that because you know it every time you go to the grocery store, every time you go to the gas pump. Uh, and the recession is real, despite what the Biden administration says. So if all of your money is in the market, or if it's tied to the U.S. dollar, you are messing with fire. Now is the time to take a look at diversifying your savings into gold and silver with Birch Gold. It's very, very easy. Here's what I'm telling you to do. This is free, no obligation. You can text the word Y to 989898. You will get a free information kit on how to diversify and protect your savings with precious metals, which historically has been the strongest way to protect your savings in times just like this. Uh, You can text the word Y to 989898. 
1-800-522-9898. Every day you don't do this and look into it, you could be losing your money that you already earned. You are losing more of it. Don't do that. Text the word Y to 989898. Gavin Newsom has uh, signed a new bill into law that uh, can now have residents, so the elected officials in their meetings of California, the state of California, can now have residents who disrupt public meetings thrown out. Um, this uh, gives the authorities, all right, here, so here are the details. It gives the authorities in public meetings the right to remove a person causing an interruption from the space if their, if their behavior persists after receiving a warning, and so you might be wondering, how do they define the word yes. disruption, Always right? Always my question. The bill defines disruption as someone threatening or refusing to comply with reasonable and lawful regulations. Um, you know, it's, it's just interesting because, um, well, I mean, there could be several people who might have influenced the making of this law and having it being signed into law. I would say maybe uh, there was a, a place in California that residents made personalized comments about the mayor's son during a string of city council meetings and would later uh, show up outside their home uh, calling the LGBTQ community a terrorist organization while telling her to leave the California town. Okay, that's fair. Um, I also would say maybe there's another person who attended a city council meeting in uh, Marin, California earlier this year who may have influenced this decision. Let's take a look. Is there anybody online who would like to speak during open time on open space district matters? Yes, we have Mr. Alex Stein. Please unmute and you have the option to share video. Hey guys, it's a pleasure to, to be back. But listen, I have some serious issues in Marin County. Once again, my openly gay eight-year-old lizard daughter, Lizzie, is still being persecuted. And she's a trans species. I don't understand why we can't in California be acceptable of, tr of trans species of trans children. Oh, I love it. So Alex, of course, you guys know him if you watch this program. Alex Stein, Blaze TV contributor. And uh, if you are not following and subscribe to his YouTube, Alex Stein, you need to be doing that because he's doing this all over the place, which COVID made a thing, right? Because you couldn't attend the meetings in yeah, person anymore. Yeah. So you could just attend online. But it really does. I mean, you go, you watch these videos. He was just in Las Vegas. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this video, but the way that these public officials respond to him, and really he's just taking a mirror and putting it up and showing them how absurd all of this is that we're going through right now. And instead of, I don't know, uh, recognizing his point or taking it, you know, like laughing along with it, they take themselves so seriously. They think they are so much more important than you, the individual, that they want to find new ways to kick you out and not allow you to speak, case in point, because you may say, well, he doesn't live in California, so he shouldn't have a right to speak at their meetings. Well, he was kicked out of the Dallas uh, City Council meetings, and he lives there. And they're still kicking him out because Judge Clay Jenkins, which is the freaking worst. Yes. Uh, who do they need to vote for? Lauren it's, Davis. Thank you. Lauren Davis is running against Clay Jenkins. If you care about Texas, get Clay Jenkins out of office. Get Clay. And let, let me just tell you, it's disgusting. I'm now on a Clay Jenkins kick. Really quickly, it's disgusting when you watch, if you go to one of these Robert Francis O'Rourke rallies and Clay Jenkins is there, if it's in Dallas, 
these people turn into seals clapping for this man. They give him standing ovations. They love him. They love him for taking away your rights. So I'm just saying, get that guy out of office. But uh, to, back to my original point, these public officials are so threatened by you going to their meetings and turning it back on them and shining a light onto what they are doing and what is going on. They've forgotten who it is that they work for. I say we need more Alex Steins going out and doing this. When's the last time you thought about showing up to your city council meeting or your school board meeting or anything like that? Everyone sits around, they don't hear from anyone, and all of a sudden, one guy goes up and tries to do it, and they're like, we can't have, you can't talk to us this way. That's disruptive. You can't talk to us this way. Yeah, he's, I mean, obviously Alex, uh, it's funny because he was out there in uh, Las Vegas because of my guys on you know, Friday night tight, so meetup was out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he'll be on Tuesday night's main event tonight as well, uh, Alex Will. Uh, but either way, this, I love it, and I, I've told him this before, is like, it's the whole, I know I take a different approach, but I know some people look at it like preserving kind of the sanctity of like the public offices, where I think they all should be made fun of, yes. mocked, shamed. All of that because they're it's they're not to me, better than us. No, they're not, and it also delegitimizes their their power and their position mm -hmm. when people go and make fun of them or don't like do you know basically what he's going in and he's being so purposely obnoxious. But it's it has that little semblance of like reality in the sense that somebody's actually advocating this. But this is what it looks like when it's as like you, we're not pretending like this isn't crazy. You know what I mean? You guys are absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. You just take yourselves uh, ser far yeah. more seriously than what you actually are. But I love the delegitimizing of the public offices because I do think these are some of the worst. Not some of these are uh, the worst people. Um, I, I believe in this country, and I know that sounds harsh, but that's exactly who they are. These are the folks that sit and uh, rule over everybody else. They intrude on the private property rights of individuals through various forms of uh, legislation. And sometimes it's not, it has nothing to do with legislation. Sometimes they just do it, Clay Jenkins, uh, because they think that they have the authority over an entire ge large uh, geographical area with millions upon millions of people. Anything that delegitimizes these losers mm -hmm. for what it is that they're doing, um, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, if, it feels, if you feel some kind of way because you're holding public office, quit. Yeah, well, here's the deal, and, and not to go on, but I'm going to explain to you. A guy like Clay Jenkins, who funnels all the top legal cases to a single law firm, who in turn goes back and funds campaigns. It is a, it is a nefarious system that's rotten to the core, and it's throughout this country, and that's where elected officials fall into the great abyss. Yes. What I'll say this, the reason they take personal offense to it, Sarah, is because how dare you, through satire or comedy, show us what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We can't laugh at it. Why not? Because we're serious yeah. about implementing mm -hmm. this. Yeah. This is yeah. our mission. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, like, it's like offending their newborn baby, right? You are going after our motto and our mechanism of destructing this country. And that's why they take offense to it. That's why they cannot laugh at it or, or go, you know what, that's pretty dang absurd. Yeah, it's pretty absurd when a giant man swims <laughs> against little girls. That's pretty absurd. Right, right, no, 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 no. You right. can't make fun of that. Right. This is our plan. Yeah. How dare you come after our masterful plan? You're supposed to shut up and not approach the ivory tower, as you would say. Mm -hmm. And so now I look, I say this is the hour. But then again, this is what happens also, as in the case of the Texas State School Board. We got nine conservatives mm -hmm. and only two are standing against 
decimating our curriculum in Texas. Then you don't have nine conservatives. You don't. Because we vote for unvetted Republicans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We vote for people who are not Republican. They pick the R because they think they can win under the R and self-elevate. But they are so far Mm -hmm. from what we stand for. And, And that's what happens when we don't pay attention down ballot all the way down to school board member in your school district. We have to start vetting these people and absolutely get these guys out of office. So I'll say it again. Lauren Davis, Dallas County. Clay Jenkins won't prosecute pedophiles in Dallas County. Okay? We should all be able to come together on that one. Come on now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would think. Come on. So uh, I would also encourage everyone to go to Yaku's uh, channel, to his YouTube channel, wherever you find his content uh, on Instagram as well, and go watch his video on what is happening in uh, the Texas education system. Um, he's not over dramatizing it when he says like it it could be devastating, not just for the state of Texas, but uh, the rest of the country as well. It's incredible what is happening right under your noses. And you think because you voted in a Republican, it won't happen. Yeah, we have this week, by the way, things like things like in God we trust has gone from Texas schools. If we don't move before Monday, the Texas Rangers is an oppressive organization. Having a border is having a militarized zone. This is the stuff. And people don't know this. Five point eight million school students in Texas, more than California. The Texas Teaks program predicates the next 12 years of curriculum that will be written for the United States. Mm. We're talking about, heck, they removed Moses, the Ten Commandments, Mm. but they're teaching Chinese dynasty. 40% of third through fifth grade is Chinese dynasty. Why does my kid need to know Chinese dynasty? But they've eliminated Abraham Lincoln, Reagan, Trump, Davy Crockett, no Alamo. This is the fundamental, and then they teach this thing called intersectionality. They're now teaching third graders that the the, the gay pride movement of 2022 started with the civil rights movement. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this is, is insane. This is, re- it, it really is truly insane stuff. So make sure, uh, again, for, the, yeah, for those of you who are listening and you don't know how to spell his name because it's the most common question I get, it's J-A-C-O-B-O-O-Y-E-N-S. Make sure that you find that because he will give you all of the information that you need in there and explain to you how you need to act in order uh, to prevent this from happening. I highly urge all of you to go do it. Uh, we got to take a quick break. You know, something that I, else that I urge you guys to do is uh, go to My Patriot Supply and make sure that you have some sort of emergency food uh, kit because I don't know, you've even heard it directly from the Biden administration themselves. Joe Biden himself, he, I'm not sure if he's alive still, but he was alive enough at one point to admit that food shortages will happen. I'm sorry, I thought we were living in a first world country. We don't have to worry about food shortages. No, 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 not in this day and age. You have to make sure that you are prepared. You can do that with My Patriot Supply because uh, you can get their kits and they're good for up to 25 years. So you know that they will be there whenever you need them. Uh, And we we hope that we never have to use them, right? We hope Mm -hmm. that we never have to, but imagine how bad it will suck if you don't prepare and you do have to. That's why you got to go to preparewithnewsmatters.com. You can save $50 when you stock up on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, which is, of course, America's largest preparedness company. That is preparewithnewsmatters.com, preparewithnewsmatters.com.
The Biden administration is apparently, according to a new report, uh, leaning toward canceling up to $10,000 in student loan debt for those who make less than $125,000 a year. They say that this announcement could come as soon as tomorrow on Wednesday. And uh, look, it's they're doing this very slowly, methodically, incrementally. We keep hearing a little bit more new student loan debt. Uh, is forgiven for certain subsects of uh, of America. Um, but um, I got to tell you, according to a new analysis published in Bloomberg, they said that forgiving student loan debt will cost between $300 billion and $980 billion over 10 years. Um, and might I just throw in here, they're also talking about sending more money to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering where we're going to find all this money. It almost feels like this. all of this is just meaningless at this point because we continue spending money that we don't have and forgiving debts that it's like, I don't know, maybe tell the kids not to go into a gender studies master's degree and uh, they won't have all of this student debt and not be making any money to be able to back it up. I don't know. I mean, there are these crazy controversial opinions? Well, no, th- that would require everybody to see the public educational system, especially public uh, higher educational system, as the scam that it largely is. A bunch of useless degrees, fake degrees mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, and they continue to be uh, made up, in which the, really the only thing that you can do with a lot of these degrees is teach other people who are also wasting their time and money um, to get said degrees. And I say this as someone, obviously I took out a partial loan my first year, um, um, of college because I was on a partial scholarship uh, going to the University of Memphis. Obviously had a way larger scholarship when I transferred to Texas A&M uh, um, Corpus Christi as a track and field athlete, um, of course. But either way, looking at this and not seeing it as something that's disastrous when the money ain't even there is, it, and of course the, the, the lemmings, they're gonna eat it up because they look at it like, hey, look at me, I'm benefit, benefited from it. It's a very discriminatory policy on top of that mm-hmm. from an economic sense sure. where, yeah. what are you saying? Like the people that make over that right. money, like what, what are you, like why? They're, uh, they're more, they were more efficient yeah. with their degree. Yeah, exactly, and then the, you, so the people that- You're rewarding the, the idiocracy. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what's, what's happening uh, uh, here. So it's like, but either way, the public education, I've, I've said this before, it's not just within K through 12, which is as rotten as it is, but the higher educational system is a large racket that is very destructive. It has a lot of these morons who think that, what do you think that a lot of these youngsters are getting a lot of this advanced kind of indoctrination that it is that they're getting, where they think they're ever, smarter than everybody, but these guys don't know right from left, and they're very, very stupid people. They're highly educated, but they're very, very stupid people. These are the folks that those types of uh, nonsensical, uh, hey, forgiveness bills or whatever it is that you're going to call it, come from now for the democrats it's they just look at it like well and we've been taking some lumps here we took a big lump we thought that that whole uh, roe v wade thing was going to get people to rally behind us that doesn't seem to work like we thought that it was going to get what's the next plan we're going in the midterms we need something maybe we just forgive a little bit of just 10 just 10 grand mm-hmm. of debt and they don't care about the ramifications they're looking at it from a power standpoint and so america you need to look at it like that like, it's it's clear and obvious that they're dangling like this deal in front of you. Like, hey, see, look, we're the good guys. We're going to forgive a little. And even if it means less money in your pocket going forward, the real reason to, to absolve this solution is to stop 
aiding it. Stop adding people to this racket. Mm-hmm. People are piling up crazy amounts of debt mm-hmm. because we have a public education system through the K through 12 system that incentivizes people to go through these institutions, lying to them, acting as if, well, in order to be a productive member of society, mm-hmm. this is where you have to go. It's one of the biggest lies. I found that out immediately mm-hmm. uh, getting out of college. Like, wait a minute, I can't do nothing with a lot of these uh, with these degrees anyway, and I wouldn't do it. Did something, and I was a gym, uh, uh, gym manager going out of college. I learned more doing track and field, obviously, prepared me far more than taking these idiotic classes ever did it in, in college anyway. It's largely a waste of time and money for a lot of people, and that has to be addressed at some point. Look, it's an indoctrination camp, and it's a system. But again, just like politics, it comes all the way down to the high school counselor. Yes. The high school counselor is indoctrinating. Yes. You, know, you need a you college degree. Yeah. So, sociology, social studies. Take this politi- test so you can find out what your major should be. Political science. Mm-hmm. And there's Fake no degrees. jobs for you, man. There's no, you know, right? And, but it, it starts there. Even there. Abdicating our role as parents. Uh, what about the trades? You can't get your dishwasher fixed in this country properly. You know, you can't get a pr- proper plumber. Our whole housing market is stagnant for construction because we can't find electricians in this country. But we got we got sociology degrees and women's studies and we got all kinds of stuff. But here's the deal, though, Eric, when you reward an individual for not performing or you reward an individual for doing nothing, like just forgive that. It's a free lunch. There's no free lunch. It's the taxpayer that's paying for this. But but what what college student makes 110,000 coming out of college? None of them. True. So yeah. they're gonna forgive everybody's debt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're gonna forgive. Well, hear what a I'm saying. Do you know what college student that walks out? that just got out for sure. 100%. They don't make 110,000. Even the guys are getting the good jobs are not making not. that much they're money. Of course not. They're making so, so there you go, right? Yeah. And so the, it's again, it is a systematic multi headed dragon with so many things that they're attacking our nation with to break this nation to its knees. And we just got to say, stop. Yes. Mm -hmm. And parents, take your child back. It's not up to the counselor at school or the test that they're running to decide. You look at your child. You look at where they're actually physically skilled. A talent God gave them and go apply that talent, yeah. right? You know, and uh, to, to go back to Eric's point a second ago, just kind of alluding to the fact that it's just rewarding mediocrity, it just, just when you talk about people who go to college within itself, Let's talk about the tradesman who didn't go to college right. and, you know, uh, is working. Right, right. Didn't do it. Did, did it the right way because he didn't want to be in debt. OK. And makes however much money he makes. Does he get I, I don't I'm not for uh, more taxpayer funded things, but it's like if we want to be fair here. Maybe he should get a tax credit for not going to college. He's forgotten. Oh, if it's a tax credit, meaning that he ain't getting no, like they ain't stealing from him, I'm 100% okay, up for it. Okay, but Eric, what, what, saying, like, what, what are we doing, what are we doing sure. for him for being Nothing. responsible exactly. in the first place got you. I got with you. his funds? What are we, what are we doing for him? Or the parent that helped their child pay off their debt. Right. What about those that or have Or me, I just cashed out on, on something like lingering on. Like, are they going to send you, they're going to send you a check to say, uh, well, well done for paying off your debt. You know what, we kind of now, I owe you. No, they're buying votes. Right. Current. Yes. Right. They're buying votes. Yes. This is called it's what it is. Nope. They're well, buying votes. I would say at least I'll, I'll close with this. Maybe Americans are waking up to this because there was a new poll that just came out um, from CN- CNBC that said 59% of Americans worry student loan forgiveness will make inflation worse. 
But then it's like, but but these people vote and they vote the wrong way all the time. So I'm like, I don't know that I trust this because I'm like, oh, now you guys understand this? Only 59%. Right, I'm trying to find a positive, y'all. Let me have it. Let me have it. 99%. Let me have it. All right. Sorry. Have your moment. It's because they're not teaching actual economics in any of these classes that these people are taking. All right. We got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Cozy Earth. So... I am obsessed with our cozy earth sheets that we have at home. They are the softest. I talk about Tommy John all the time and you hear me talk about how soft they are. This is like Tommy John, but in sheet form. It is the softest material I have ever felt in sheets and they're temperature regulating. So you're not going to get all hot and stuffy when you're in uh, the sheets in the bedding. They're made from uh, bamboo, which you hear that and you're like, how can that be soft? Bamboo is wood. It must be scratchy. No, it's not. Let me just tell you. Uh, and it is it is so amazing. They come in four natural colors, by the way. And uh, they're going to be gr- breathable so you can sleep cool and comfy year round. You guys, you got to try them. All right. I We love them. I Anytime that we, um, we switch our bedding, I'm like, I don't want to put the other sheets on the bed. I'm just going to go wash these and dry these right away before we go to bed again so that I don't have to sleep a night without my Cozy Earth sheets. You got to try them. It is CozyEarth.com slash Y. Enter the promo code Y. That's W-H-Y. You will save 35% right now. This is backed by a 100-night trial, so you have nothing to lose except sleep if you don't go and get these sheets. It is CozyEarth.com slash Y. Enter code Y at checkout for 35% off. A man was sentenced to more than five years in prison yesterday for attempting to extort $25 million from the family of Republican Representative Matt Gates. Uh, this is Stephen Alford, 63 months in federal prison and three years of probation he was sentenced to uh, to be served after his release. And uh, look, he pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud in November of 2021 in accordance with the scheme. And Matt Gates, I'm sure you guys heard this. He announced, what was it, in 2021, I think it was March of 2021, that he and his family were being extorted in connection with a federal investigation into alleged sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he said, I didn't do any of this. This is a person that is a former Justice Department official that is extorting me. And of course, it turns out that he was, in fact, correct. Uh, Alfred and his associates promised Matt Gates's father, Don, that in exchange for $25 million, they could secure a presidential pardon for Gates as part of the sex trafficking investigation. Um, and uh, look, I, there's a bunch of like weird details of this. It was it was money laundering. You know, um, uh, Florida tax collector Joel Greenberg pleaded guilty to sex trafficking a minor and reportedly claimed in a letter to Roger Stone that Matt Gates had sex with a 17 year old. This is what they said. Uh, and Alford claimed in correspondences with Don Matt's father that he could help secure the release of an FBI agent to have, that, that was believed to have died in Iranian captivity. And then he said that, uh, hey, by the way, the $25 million will go to funding this plan and that Matt Gates would be able to fly back and then he would receive a pardon for all of this. It turns out that it was... Um, it was all completely made up, which is really sad because you you hear, I posted a picture with Matt Gates. I met him. I think he's he's perfectly fine and uh, a, a, a upstanding individual. He was perfectly pleasant and votes the right way, uh, in my opinion. And um, I posted a picture of him and you wouldn't believe the amount of people who were like, 
making uh, remarks that he mm. was a sex trafficker, that he was a pedophile. And it's just really sad because you hear these things in the news and the left takes it and runs with it and they don't listen to all of the retractions. They don't listen to the story where there's a man actually serving time because he was trying to extort Matt Gates over all of these rumors. You don't hear about any of that um, because, again, they push forth the narrative that they want to push, knowing that the people are too stupid to go back and look at the corrections. I think that's the important thing to take from it. I mean, whether you want to cover for a politician or not, I think isn't particularly true. There are some very crazy people out there, man. And I tell even my own staff, just because I know that, you know, I got crazy folks that do crazy things. Mm-hmm. I have to vet everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even with, with this upcoming, you know, obviously we have now a multi-million dollar company and it's like, you got to vet every single per. You can't just bring any. I can't do a regular caller because people are grimy like that. You know what I mean? For At that point, Matt Gates wasn't really even on the scene like mm-hmm. that. And they were trying to extort him for that. These folks are nutty out here, man, and you have to watch watch yourself. But the important thing to take from that story is simply how that correction, which is very uh, serious, right? Like that, if it, it, it being confirmed He's that doing there was time extor- in prison, yeah, like so that's a very serious thing. And none of the folks that are calling folks whatever, uh, calling him whatever, are ever going to adjust anything no. it is that they said. And this is the the. Um, the crazy thing about accusations and how far they go, because if people can demonize you for whatever it is and for whatever reason, they're in game, whatever. It doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter what's retracted. doesn't matter what the receipts say. They have already made their mind and, and good luck trying to get that cloud off of you. It's mm-hmm. nearly impossible. Yeah, no, look, once they've been MK Ultra and completely bought into the lie, like, you know, even biblically, a little leaven spoils the whole batch. And when you buy a little bit of lie, the truth doesn't matter to these people. Be- again, because it fits their motive. They want, to, they want to sacrifice you, the American people, literally on the altar. Mm-hmm. And any way they can, they'll do it. And we know that a tra- retraction always comes in page seven and fine print and right. nobody gives it any attention. But to your point, it's dangerous. And, and that's why I can't, there's no other way for me to, to bring clarity to this that say we have to return or stand on truth. They don't, they won't, but we must. But it's time to fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the truth will set you free, us meaning, this nation meaning, and so now let's start calling out the truth, like Sarah's willing to do, like no other network does other than the Blaze. Even I, I'd even call the Wire and say, "Come on, step up a little bit. Let's let's go a little deeper into this and expose the true nature of the evil of the education system and politicians and how they cover for one another." Pharmaceutical companies. Pharmaceutical companies. Biden, when they physically manhandle you at a Beto O'Rourke, you know, event, mm-hmm. you could just say, you know what? Let's just do the no. Expose the heck out of it. Yeah. yeah. Bring it. Show the videos, and, and let's, let's just put it out in the open. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There is a new Spider-Man movie coming out. Uh, it's interesting, Eric. I want you to, to speak on this, but um, this is—I say Spider-Man. It's a woman, okay? And this is Sun Spider, who is <laughs> <laughs> Spider I thing. I can't. This is this is a person, a disabled uh, lesbian, who is in an ambulatory wheelchair when not suited up, 
and uh, uses crutches when in costume. I well, it's all right. Just real quick, it's, it's the edge of Spider Verse. They do a whole lot of weird tokenizations. They have all these weird versions of Spider Folk. That's where the gay Liberace looking Spider Man was uh, also introduced as well. And this is one of the uh, one of the newer ones. This is a self insert, by the way. They said it was some person that won a contest of hey, create your Spider Person. But T Franklin is the writer of this. Could you, uh, she's also disabled. She's also a member of the LGBT. Is this a uh, self insert? She's also one of the ones that tried to get my ch uh, ch uh, my uh, uh, page taken down, my YouTube page taken down because I was also still making fun of her. And guess what? Thanks for giving me more ammo because I'm still gonna make fun of you, you freaking loser. But I, I used to be one of those guys that hey, Marvel's doing all this goofy stuff, making these weird comics, and it's a it's a, it's a Spider Verse comic, I believe. I think oh, it comes out tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, keep doing it. I used to be one. Hey, oh, man, all my heroes are being ruined. No, keep going. You guys are making Eric really rich. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my, like dollar signs, like my pupils. Can you see them? They're like turning into dollar signs. Keep alienating your former audience. Yes. Yeah, and, and they have move nowhere them else over to go. Here. Thank you. Move them they over have nowhere here. else to go. Uh, all right, gentlemen, thank you for being here today. Make sure that you check out Ripaverse Comics, Eric July, and uh, Yakubuyan's host of The Bottom Line. Follow them everywhere you can follow them. Follow me as well and go check out shopsarahg.com for some fun stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.